Welcome to The One Podcast. Own your potential and own your worth. This is the podcast that gives you access to the world's top mentors, people who have inspired and guided me to believe that anything is possible. These are the people that give you the rubber meets the road, how-to information that I wish I would have always had when I was thinking about starting, growing, or scaling my venture. These are the people that help us believe that one person with a clear vision and committed heart can change the world. I'm Ingrid Vandervelt, your host. Now let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome back into this segment on leadership. We are here with Emily Kahn. She is the founder and CEO of Green Fern Events. Welcome back, Emily. It is so good to see you. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you. And coming in from the mountains in Virginia and your mother's home, this is amazing. You should be vacationing and here you are continuing to give back. You are such a leader. I'm not trying to rub it in or anything, but it's 66 and raining here. (laughs) (laughs) Pam, you can't see her on camera, but she said, when I got in my truck yesterday, it was 113 degrees. Oh my gosh. gosh. Yes. So we, yeah, yeah, we, we're feeling that a little bit. Um, Emily, we were talking about confidence in the last segment and, and that was bridging into what we're going to spend some more time on this segment, talking about leadership. And you were, you gave some great information on leadership. Um, I, I, before we dive into that just a little bit more, I'd love to go back just for a moment on this idea of confidence, because whether you're a man or a woman listening to this, uh, we do know that women, 90% of why they don't start, or we don't start, grow, or scale a venture, an idea, whatever it is, um, is due to lack of confidence. And then there's that famous stack that says, if there's a job opening out there, guys will apply if they meet 60% of the requirements. Women won't apply unless they meet 100%. And so here you are, this young mother, that has blazed new trails, started this company, doing something you're so passionate about, and you've got a lot of confidence around that. I'm wondering if you can just quickly give us your top three pieces of advice on how do you build up that confidence, especially in moments where you might feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not feeling confident about this. What, what do you tell yourself? What advice do you give yourself that you would share with us? Thank you for that question. I would say that you have to understand that everything is is going to come in waves and there's going to be ups and downs and that you have to hang in the roller coaster ride. It's, you know, it's, it's to the confidence you can, you can start with the confidence, but you're always going to have doubts as you go. But if it's something that you truly believe in, you just, you continue to, to push on through and ride those waves, those ups and downs, the ins and outs, um, the peaks and valleys, because that's life, right? That's, that's, that's a great analogy for life. Um, and I think that, you know, the, the confidence is, it, you're going you're gonna to question yourself as you go. Am I doing the right thing? What if I don't make enough money? What if I can't support my family on this? Um, but again, I, I was brought up from a very young age. I was taught grit. And I think grit is one thing that we all, even if, you, if, if you're lacking confidence, um, but you totally believe in something, 
I think having the grit to follow through and, and continue to stay at it is going to help you get there. Wow. You know, we just, um, yeah, I, I, this is so great to hear you say it. I was just uh, talking to Brian Grimm yesterday. So he is the founder and CEO of the Religious Freedom and Business uh, Foundation. And it, he literally, so he used to chair the role of faith community at Davos, World Economic Forum. And it was so neat because he said something very similar to what you just said, which is we're all going to go through these peaks and valleys, dark moments, slow moments. And it's in those moments that you, you've just got to sit and wait and be patient. Answers will come to you, but we all go through that. And, um, and it's helpful to, to hear that from a number of you uh, because I would say for those of you listening or watching this, you're not alone. You know, we all go through this. So I appreciate you, you sharing that. And I also appreciate you saying that, look, that's when you got to dig deep and, and really kind of tap into that grit and just push it through. I am going to come back when we go into the money segment. I do want to tap into that idea of you as a mother with, with two young boys you know, what do you do when you're worried? Am I going to make enough money to support them? Um, but here, let's, we're in the leadership segment now. And I'd love to spend a, a couple minutes talking about what you shared in the last segment. You said on leadership, um, you know, you, you pointed out three points. You said you got a research plan and act on your plan. Number two, she said, uh, hire really good talent. And number three, you said you've got to be really passionate about your why. Um, I'm curious, Emily, when you think of your role as a leader and you think about the platform that you've created and the impact that you're having and these 22 tons of, that you've saved, what is it, where are you ultimately aspiring to go as a leader, as somebody creating this global impact? What are you trying to accomplish with all this? <clears throat> I think creating the most positive change for future generations. Because I'm not going to be here forever. You're not going to be here forever. <laughs> Some would say that is a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's just keep living this ride. When you think about your role as a leader in your organization and with the, the people that work with you, I mean, what, how do you define leadership? What is, what is that to you? For me, with respect to the events industry, it's, it's the ability to, um, I mean, I've been working on this for like the past 10 years now, um, to, to manage and inspire people to be successful in their roles. <laughs> because, it, I mean, with respect to all businesses, large or small, um, you got to have a good team that's going to feel inspired to want to work for you or work with you and achieve these goals and managing people is not easy. <laughs> um, and so one thing that I've been working on the, for the past 10 years is 
okay, this person is not strong in this area. How can I help them improve in this area? Wow, this person is super strong in this. How can I inspire this person to like take this to the next level so that they're really going to shine in that role? So again, it's like helping the weaknesses become stronger and the stronger skills to become like their superpower. Oh my gosh. You sound like, so, you know, Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank. Oh, I love, I love that show. I don't watch it a whole lot, but yeah. Yeah, it's great. Well, she talks about, and I love it. She said, you know, I always see my role is like to, to raise everyone else up. And in the process of raising everybody else up, it's all, all boats will rise. You know, we get to rise together and that's really what just you're, you're saying the same thing. And that's just so um, inspiring and, and honorable. Uh, what happens when someone on your team makes a really bad mistake? I, I'm so glad you asked that because that just happened with me um, for a very large scale event uh, for 1500 people in Atlanta this past January. I had a staff member that was in charge of managing 50 volunteers that was, um, they've, <laughs> People have used the terms bridezilla sometimes, like when for wedding planning, when the 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 bride to be is very stressed, she you know her personality changes, and I think in the context of psychology under stress, we don't always act the nicest, or <laughs> you know we're not all bubbly and happy all the time. So I had a staff member; she was very stressed, and she was managing fifty volunteers, but she was also responsible for um, other components of the event and. Um, I dealt with a lot of complaints afterwards of her treatment of others. And um, first of all, I had to I had to take her off of that role because I don't want that to be representative of my company or a face of my company. So I was able to give her other roles where she's more behind the scenes managing things that she does very well. Um, and and then also, you know, help her again work on her people skills wow so in the 10 years have you had anybody that you've ever had to fire or let go before um not yet but it's it, because there's a lot there's a lot of turnover in the events industry when you you know when you have larger events you hire more people and then you have your consistent you know contracts or contractors and staff that work with you consistently uh we, we've gone separate ways at some point, but I've never had to say you can, you can never come, you know, we're not going to work together anymore. Right. So it's sort of this natural built in sort of people are going to come in and then go. So you've got a little buffer there. You don't ever quite lock yourself into something. Um, well, with exception of your staff and you have great staff. One final question on leadership. I'm just so curious to know when you think about, the leaders or leader out there that you aspire to be like, who would that be? Oh my goodness. There are so, so many. Um, I mean, I think from an, I mean, I've always been passionate about the environment. Um, I, I love, I, I, I'm, I'm drawn to leaders that don't necessarily, I, I'm, I'm drawn to leaders that blaze their own path that, that are like, you know, people are saying, no, you can't do this. And they're saying, yes, I can. And I did. And I'm going to do this. Um, but I, Jane Goodall is one of my all-time ultimate 
amazing leaders. She didn't even have a, I don't even think she even had a college education in, in the field that she was working in, but she wanted to help the, um, you know, the gorillas and, and work in Africa and, um, and the orangutans and she just went in there and did it. So I, I love those types of people. Oh, she is amazing. Do you aspire yeah. to have that level of visibility and the impact that you're having? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do yes. You, you, so you aspire to have that level of visibility? You're already known in many places, but you aspire to have that sort of visibility on a global scale like Jane did all as well? Yes, oh. absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. That's <laughs> exciting. Well, then, you know, that's actually a great transition into our next segment, which is all about money, because anyone interested in green energy, you know, depending on the day and depending on who you talk to, people are going to say, there is a ton of money in this. Investors are going to say there is a huge future. And then it could be the next day and a new set of people must say, there's no money in this. There is, we don't understand how to get our money out of this as investors. You know, what, what are these carbon credits, what is, you know, all that kind of stuff. So we're going to hop into that in this next section on money. And thank you very much, Emily Kahn, founder and CEO of Green Fern Events. Thank you. Thank you again for listening to The One Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Ivy. If you enjoyed today's episode and would love to hear more, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Anchor, where you can listen to new episodes. Be sure to leave us a review and let us know what you think. For more information about myself or the Empowering a Billion Women by 2020 Movement Initiative, visit EBW2020. Our hashtag is 1BillionStrong. Until next time, see you then.